What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome back. This is the Captain's Run. A big first hour at Was Footy with what's been and what's to come with Michael Barlow. That Dan Butler tackle has certainly been on the agenda. And the events at the Oval in the World Test Championship and in Paris for the French Open. But the Brisbane Lions are back from the bye and back in town for the first time since their round eight win over the Blues. But they're also back on the MCG tomorrow in their first appearance at the venue since last year's preliminary final loss to Geelong. And Lions forward Cam Rayner is with us. Cam, good morning to you. Morning, Sammy. Great to play at home, obviously. But is there an anticipation that comes ahead of playing at the MCG, given that you just obviously don't play there that often? Yeah, I think it is a little bit like that. You know, I feel like it was probably heightened a little bit more last year because we hadn't won there for so long. But, um, you know, after getting that finals win last year and, and proving to everyone and ourselves that, you know, it's just another ground and with the, the goalposts at the end. So uh, being able to do that now and come down and get an opportunity to play at the G again is, is always good. Yep, and I think just the one more after this in round 18 against Melbourne. I can hear you in the car. You're on your way to the captain's run. How did the club navigate the weekend off? Yeah, I think they just gave us a bit of time. Everyone could go and do do their own thing. Most of the boys actually stayed around Brizzy, which was good. So um, we had Lockie Neal's uh, 30th birthday, which was nice for everyone to get together and, and have some time together. And, um, you know, we've everyone's come back fresh and, and ready to go. And um, as you said, we get to go down to Melbourne this week, which is exciting. And um, the VFL boys are going down as well. So it's a whole club thing, which is it's coming at a perfect time. Lockie Neal, 30. Gee, that makes me feel old. Uh, who, gave the, who gave the speeches? Nah, he had his old man up there, which was good. So uh, none of the boys, none of the boys got up. We just let the family take control, and we all took a back seat, which was, was probably the right thing to do. And the old man get a few chuckles, did he? Yeah, he um, robbed the old man. Him and Lockie call each other bros. So um, a couple of people who hadn't heard that uh, the brothers were, were rolling around the night, which is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Hey, the question always gets asked. I mean, but did the buy come at the right time? Do you feel? Yeah, I think this is probably the first time in the last couple of years we've had it in the first week. I feel like we've had it in the, the latter weeks, the last couple of years. So, um, you know, we got to the bye eight and three. We were one and two after the first three games. So um, it was, it's been a good period of footy for us and, uh, you know, a nice chance to refresh, as, as every club would know, and, and get back into it and, and attack this last half of the year with, you know, real intensity. It has been a good start to the year, no doubt about that. And I don't want to be accused of recency bias, but did you go into the bye with a bit of a sour taste? I mean, that loss to the Crows where you kick 10-18? Yeah, it was a little bit like that. And I think the way the game was played probably made it a little bit worse. You know, that third quarter is pretty much where the game was done. And kick that got one goal and nine, I think it was. So, um, But, you know, the coaching staff do a good job to bring us back to the fact that you know, we played the footy that we wanted to. The KPIs in that game that we, we stick to were very high. So, mm. um, as, as I said before, it was a good couple of weeks building up to it. So, um, we tried to focus on that and um, bring that same sort of footy uh, post-by. Just a curiosity I had out of watching this game for a moment, specifically about this game. A lot of slipping over. I think Fags might have even mentioned it this week in his press conference. So was there any discussion around footwear, Cam, after that? Yeah, there was a little bit of discussion, and Fags loves that as well, but I'm not sure if you're actually still allowed to wear the, the screw-ins, but Fags is an old-fashioned, and he brought that up after the game. So um, 
I think the boys are, if we could get away with where it's druids, I think most of the team would have been this week, but uh, I don't think we can. So all together, I mean, how do you reflect on that first half of the season? As you mentioned, the coaching staff come back. It's almost a, a reset, isn't it? Or, or an opportunity to anyway. So a shaky start really early, but then a real foothold in the season. Yeah, and I think that's the great part of the buy as well. So at the start of the year, we, we set out, um, you know, plans and KPIs that we want to hit. Um, when you get to this buy, you can really reassess and, and see how you're going with them and um, then also look for ones that you want to include. So um, I think that's the great, the best opportunity that we get from that is that we, you know, we've hit some of our KPIs and we want to continue to do those. But um, after this much footy, you can see what the things you want to work on and, um, you know, get to the training track and, and really try and hone those in. Speaking to Cam Rayner of the Brisbane Lions. Cam, I think we spoke last time on the eve of the season, certainly pre-season. Uh, Josh Dunkley, I was keen to ask you, I mean, is he... Is he better than you thought? Yeah, I remember speaking to you and said that he was going to be a great inclusion, but, um, you know, he's, he's been above and beyond since he's been at the club. And I think early on, the first thing you noticed was, was his professionalism and um, how he could come to a club in the first couple of weeks and really drive the standards. And um, that's continued the whole year. And, and he's been really, really good. And I think he's been that, you know, real hard, nut defensive mm. um, pressure that we need. And I think him doing that week in, week out, his brothers along with him, which has been... Um, you know, really, really helpful for the team. And I know it's been a bit of a narrative, but he, as you touched on, he appears to be almost the, the poster guy of that reinforced defensive intent that you have, the team defensive intent. I mean, has there been lots of focus on that? And does there uh, continue to be, regardless of whether you're playing forward, mid or back, just that that whole 18 players out on the field, that total buying? Yeah, definitely, mate. That's the way that we've been, um, you know, coached this year. And um, it's something that we tried to identify last year. And obviously then bringing in Dunks has, has really put that through the roof. And, um, you know, at the club, we value a lot more of the offensive efforts than we do with the, the offensive. And um, you notice that there's a lot more blokes getting around people if they tackle and we kick a goal. The tackle is usually the one that gets celebrated. Um, and that's what the way we want to be able to play in our footy. So um, he's really driven those standards. And as I said before, for him to come in as his first year and kind of not know anyone and, and come and mm. hit the ground and, and start doing that straight away. It really speaks a lot about him. I just wanted to ask you about one other individual, and it was, you know, I think if you were told on the eve of the season like you were that Marcus Adams, unfortunately, was going to be battling, you'd think you'd be light on for help for someone like Harris Andrews. But, geez, Jack Payne has been huge. Yeah, he has been good, Payne. Um, you know, I feel like he's kind of been there about the last couple of years. It hasn't really got a, a really red-hot crack at it. And um, as we said before, we got defenders like Harris and, and Marcus have kind of hold down those posts. But um, Payne takes his opportunity with both hands and, and really come in and, and just, you know, inserted himself. And he's such a big man. Like, I remember I was drafted with him and he was bloody putting ridiculous numbers up on him. So he, he kind of does that effort, effortlessly, sorry. Um, but he's been really, really good and, and a strong inclusion to our team. So Hawthorne tomorrow, Jack Gunston played there for, what was it, I reckon 14 years. So this is going to be really strange for another new teammate of yours, Jack Gunston, first game against his old mob. Yeah, it will be good. Um, Gunners is a pretty easy goal bloke, though. I don't think he'll be uh, be thinking about it too much. I think he's um, excited to get down there and uh, play against a couple of his old teammates. But um, I think he's another inclusion that you know, like, probably hasn't had the impact that he really, really wanted. But the impact he's had between in the four walls at the club has been um, phenomenal for all the forwards. So. Um, you know, hopefully he can play good, we can get the win for him and um, he can celebrate against his old team. And just on Hawthorne, Cam, I mean, the captain's back down there, James Sicily. I think they've got a good recent record against you uh, as well and they've shown they can score and be dangerous. So what sort of threat do they present, do you think? 
Yeah, I think um, in the last three years, they're probably the only team that we haven't actually beat. Um, they've had a bit of a run on us recently. So, um, you know, this is a big game for us. Um, as you said before, Sicily's back, who's, who's a really important part of their team. And they've actually been playing some reasonable football, even though last week, um, you know, they were fighting back to the end. So um, they're a very good uh, stoppage team, very good out of the centre bounds. And I think that's where the game will be won or lost on the territory. So um, if we can get that going early, I think uh, that'll be a key for us winning. And just one more broad one before we let you go. A bit of a Groundhog Day down here this morning, Cam, with the dangerous tackles. Been in the news all year, in the news last night. I think there was a memo sent to clubs this week on what is allowed as opposed to what isn't, uh, which is probably what the competition needed. Have you got clarity on this? I know this has been something that's affected uh, your season last year. Um, how do you look at it now as we go into round 13 for the Brisbane Lions? Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd say I've got clarity on it. Um, mm. I'm probably happy I did mine last year instead of this year because I probably would have missed a few more weeks, I think. So um, it's just such a hard, hard thing to do in a split second. And um, I think people are trying to understand that now is that um, when the game's going so quick, and trying to change your tackle, which you've been doing for the last however long of your life. Um, that's a hard thing, but yeah. I guess the main thing is just protecting the players. Um, and that's what we've been trying to teach each other in training is just that slinging action is not going to work anymore. And um, as long as you can protect the opposition's head, that's the main thing. So I can understand where it's coming from, and I feel like it's slowly starting to change, but it's still such a hard one to... Uh, yeah, you obviously always feel for the person who's, you know, uh, caught in a tackle, potentially concussed. And I don't yeah. want to put you on the spot, Cam, but did you have sympathy for someone like Dan Butler last night? Did you see that tackle last night? Yeah, I saw it this morning um, on the phone. I feel like that's a, that's a hard one, and this is where it becomes a bit more um, touch and go because that wasn't really the swinging action that was mm. just a, a tackle. So, um, But then again, as you say, you've got to look on the other side and you want to make sure that Nick Blakey's okay and um, make sure his head's protected. So um, I feel like this one will probably set a bit of a precedent um, along the AFL, it's just going to be a bit hard to see which way they go. <laughs> Clear as mud then, isn't it? <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> hey, we, we wish you well, mate. Thanks for taking the time uh, this morning. Train well, travel well, and we'll see you down here tomorrow. Cheers, Sammy. Thanks very much, mate.